Hello and welcome to the Keep Northern Ireland Beautiful podcast. In this edition, we're going to be looking back at our Tales of the Times event and the impact of volunteering in our local communities through the Live Here, Love Here program. You're very welcome to this edition and to go through this fascinating topic we have Karina Robinson who is from our live here love here team here in Cape, in Cape Northern Ireland beautiful and we have a very inspirational volunteer Ema Rafferty both of you are very welcome to this episode of the Cape Northern Ireland beautiful podcast thanks for having us first it's no problem Karina I'm going to start with you uh obviously um at the Tales of the Times event for anyone who uh, is wondering what is this event where can I see it you can go to the live here love here um, Facebook page and you can see a link to it there um, as well it's up on all uh, social media within the organization um, so please do check it out um, walk us through it Karina what was the event and why um, why now why bother uh, holding it yeah so each year we would have had the community awards which would have been like a chance to come together in a really beautiful venue and um, thank and celebrate environmental heroes um, across the country have demonstrated um, really consistent hard work and still in so pride in tackling environmental issues in their local environment um, and local communities. And although what would have been our fourth annual awards evening um, was cancelled in November, we knew that we still wanted to, to celebrate volunteers and community action and the whole ethos of doing good. So during these really difficult times, our volunteers adapted quickly to support those most in need in their communities and find loads of different really inspiring and innovative ways to continue their activities. So on Thursday night we showcased a number of these community actions through our online event Tales of the Times and um, to find out a little bit more about these people behind these stories and we wanted to cover everything that life had thrown at these groups this year and broke our application form down into five different categories. So we covered adapting to overcome health and wellbeing, rediscovering the outdoors, supporting your community and keep on trucking. And although when filming, it was very clear that every one of these groups and individuals covered many of the topics in these stories, mostly the things that we, we find that were drawn out were health and well-being, rediscovering their doors and the impact of volunteering. So over the past year, things have obviously looked very different and a lot of activity has moved online. And that was something that we we knew it was going to be different this year and it, was going to be, it wasn't going to be the same. Um, but we wanted to make an impact and we still wanted to give people the opportunity to feel inspired and feel motivated because obviously this year's been so difficult for, for being feeling like the, that you can make a difference and social media can be a very negative place and especially this year we really want to push the positive work that people are doing across the country um, and also show that everyone has struggled this year but through volunteering and the outdoors they've worked through it and they managed it um, and storytelling is one of the most powerful techniques we have to motivate and communicate with each other and when we tell stories then we help shape our thinking and our way of life to others and it can have the same effect on them too so I know if I wrote the application form like we all love to see a good protagonist <laughs> um, sort of driving stories and I think COVID really was the true antagonist this year and yeah. something that everybody found yeah. Yeah. a yeah. common thread. Yeah and the hope and the host, the the host of the evening was uh, Mr. Joe Mahan from uh, people will uh, remember off uh, off UTV, and we went through uh, kind of some really interesting stories, Karina. And again, again, it was a virtual event, so people went around. Uh, I know Emer featured, but uh, but 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 just before I, I come to Emer, um, there were some actually really funny and you know clever ways of volunteering because as you've been saying, you know, we've had a stay at home message for four out of the last 12 months and then there's been restrictions in the meantime um you know so 
so what did you make of of the creative ways in which people have been volunteering and uh and the ways in which they they've been engaging so like for example one of the one of the, one of the volunteers heather was talking about you know you know some people take their dogs for a walk in the park she takes a bag with her um we had we had some people who who were on furlough and actually um use that as a way to actually start recycling and you know actually get other people to send their recycling to them as well so they were using their experience in the pandemic so what what did you make of what, what stories really stood out to you yeah there's a lot of a lot of different stories and a lot of different backgrounds and you can tell that the people from everyone and i just want to say like thank you to everyone that, that was involved because talking in front of people and especially in front of the camera it's very different than just having a normal conversation with people and i think everybody felt that pressure but everyone you can tell although you can tell there's obviously nerves there everyone was so authentic and natural and the real community background and the personal experiences really came through there especially with with heather saying she takes her bag for a walk and people call her mrs womble and then george saying actually i don't really enjoy this and my wife makes me but he understands that he needs to and he understands the benefit of doing it um and then you've got the really emotive stories like uh unit t who down in newcastle were doing their um using food waste to tackle um to make food packs for people um, and providing job opportunities for people in the kitchen for maybe those chefs who had been on furlough or had um or volunteering opportunities for the chefs who had been on furlough or maybe weren't doing as much at the minute because everything was closed down um and then obviously um the health and well-being side of it like the Simon committee um St Philip Road they through our small grants program created a nature and wellness sanctuary with their clients and all everyone there experiences homelessness and all sort of issues and concerns and they only had their one bedroom to go to over the lockdown and the outdoor space there really provided an open place for them to to talk yeah. to each other and support each other hey, um Amy, i want to come to you because you featured in the in the video okay i did yeah um and you've been um you've been uh working away and obviously um many people who who haven't watched the video yet realize that you are a pupil at at, at school you are you are someone who's been spending a lot more time at home um mm-hmm. uh, having to having to pass your day so tell us a little bit about about your story and a, a wee bit more about how you got involved with the live here love here program um well we have in Bymark Nab where I live we have a small um voluntary group um we have a range of a range of ages from about four right up to 80 um, we find ways to get different generations involved and um, what made me get involved was I have a very strong passion for the planet and the environment and wildlife but I also have a very strong passion for people and through Live Here Love Here um, I've been able to do both those things and carry out both those things that I love to do so um, Live Here Love Here has really made a difference in terms of how we can reach out to people and how we can reach out to our environment and um, carry out these projects, which are so, so important. Um, like the the take, they take a bit of time to do, but um, every second is worth it. And there's such a big impact after it on the people, on ourselves, and then on the environment. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Emer, I mean, because the, you know, when people tend to think about volunteering, they tend to think about people who are maybe retired or people who are here who just, you know, um, it's just something maybe to to pass the time. I mean, 
do you find that more people of your age group, your age cohort, are they getting involved in programs like this and actually taking action, you know, on, you know, climate change and, and helping the environment? I think they are because like in the end up in 20 years time, it's going to be us, the young ones that are going to have to handle these situations anyway. So we need to start young and get informed on the topic. Um, and that's actually one of the reasons why through Live Here, Love Here, we've been able to help the local primary school to teach the children about um, just the the topics of wildlife and nature and how important it is. Um, but yeah, I think that young people are getting more involved. Um, but I know a lot that are too scared to because which is which is understandable because they're afraid of what um, people are going to say about them. Like it's not. Um, cool or whatever to be volunteering which I think it's a wonderful thing to be able to say that you volunteer and that you help your your community and that you help the environment because it's a it's a very um, there's a lot of wisdom in it and it shows that you care about more things in the future and your um, your local community you care about a lot more things than yourself so I think um, it's a wonderful thing to be able to be a volunteer. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, America for play. Yeah, uh, Karina, just on the, just just on the on the celebration itself, because all, quite often, you know, and we we often hear the talk about you know about recognizing volunteers, but 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 little often comes up. But it, but even at the event, I mean, for example, you know, there were some big name guests. You had the minister for the environment there, uh, Edwin Poots, uh, giving uh, his view his uh, thank yous. Um, and again, someone like Joe Mann uh, taking the time to actually host it. Um, I mean, do you think that this is really, I mean, how important are these recognition events uh, for actually volunteer morale and actually, you know, kind of just promoting the, the message of volunteering? Yeah, you can see from, from the comments that were coming through during the night on our chat boxes and the conversations that we have with our live audience beforehand, we invited everyone that was sharing their story in the night to come to sort of like a drinks reception to talk to each other and even those conversations to have that network of people all supporting each other and knowing that you're not alone it's just it's so important it's so important even for us as working in the like in the industry that to, to know that those people are there and working so so hard for things that are really really difficult and actually if you thought about it for too long would would really impact your mental health um, to have that support there to people to say, actually, you know, we're doing something over here as well. It's just really inspiring. And they, these guys are the ones on the ground doing the work and they need to be showcased and they need to tell their stories because that's the thing that's going to make people connect with them and say, oh, actually, I want to do that in my area as well. Mm-hmm. And, and Go ahead. Go sorry, ahead. David, I think an important point is that like the volunteers it's not like we do it to get this recognition or to get this praise that's not the reason we do it mm-hmm. but get but the recognition is so important because i would never have heard of those stories if it wasn't for this um this conference that happened and that was empowering and if if we had a said no we don't want um praise for it because that's not what we're about that's not why we are doing this we weren't doing it for the volunteers didn't want Mm -hmm. um praise we want just to empower other people to do the same yeah absolutely and 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 it goes back to karina you you were saying there about you know um you can think you are alone because, like you know, it, oh, yeah. it's it, when you hear the stories. I mean, we had the cleaner neighborhoods report out last week, which which was green reading in some respects, and 
And, uh, um, and it's interesting that whenever we put things like that up from the volunteer event or any time it's a re- report, you do see people on social media groups actually saying, well, here's what we're doing to tackle this. Here's what we're doing um, uh, to do to, to tackle this here. Um, in terms of actually bringing people together in a pandemic, uh, Karina, how have you found from a live here, love here perspective? Is that, uh, what, have, have you found it uh, particularly more challenging? Or do you think that, you know, you're saying about social media, uh, can be a bit of a negative place, but also um, uh, it can be useful in terms of uh, keeping keeping contact. Yeah, definitely. Like we obviously haven't been able to do the events that we would have liked to be able to do in this year, and that is that's been really disappointing for us. But you have to just keep going. You have to think of things differently, and definitely with our we did the Healthy Oceans Healthy Minds campaign back in October or November, sorry, and it was challenging and it was different, but. Those are things that people need needed at that time to sort of, you know, decide, look, we're still here. Here's different ways you can get involved. Here's ways that you can still be inspired and motivated to keep going. And there definitely is. A, there's a community on social media that inspire each other and keep each other going. And it's all those groups um, that really motivate each other. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Emer, and, um, uh, you've been, um, obviously, th- this has been a very disruptive time for people of your age in particular you've been out of school you've been back in then you've been out again then you've been back in then you've been out again how important has how important has programs like this been about you know getting you outdoors actually getting you into you know actually connecting with something and actually you know i mean you you were you were you were talking about you know for example things you've been doing around schools for example planting flowers just making the general community look and feel a bit better how important has that been for you and, and your well-being and your and and just and just general motivation awful awful important because it is what i care about and if it wasn't for this group it i wouldn't have the same opportunities that i would have um i, I obviously could, i could go out myself and plant flowers but it's not the same you need that community group um to be there and we also have a group in the school planting flowers and it doesn't matter who you're with as long as you're with a group of people who everyone does it for different reasons some people do it to help the environment some people do it to make new relationships and to connect with each other um but no matter what reason you're doing it for you're still there and you're still part of a team um so it's been so important to me it keeps me it keeps me um my mind in a good position because if i'm not doing it i feel like i'm not doing enough or i feel like i'm missing out on something um so being like throughout lockdown our group has blossomed it has been amazing to see so many new members and also as you're talking about over social media like people have been involved in our group but they haven't actually had to be there physically they have been commenting liking sharing all our stuff on uh, social media and that's just as important um so anyone can be involved um they don't have to be there they can do it at any point at any time at anywhere so karina emer's been talking about there about you know the challenge can be can seem so great um but there's actually a myriad of different ways in which people can actually get involved and help out and actually start making a difference and it's really easy for them to do that through the live here love here campaign isn't it yeah well through live here love here we want to take people on a journey through our program so we tend to try to get people to start off with doing the big sprinkling or this year and last year, as it was called, the not so big sprinkling um, and doing family groups and applying for that and just doing a little cleanup in their area. It can be the street that you live on. It doesn't have to be very big. And that sort of 
start, starts as a catalyst for people to get involved in further projects. So they do one litter pick, you know, they want to get involved in through Adopt a Spot and apply for more kits. And then through that, as Emer has done through her, like all the planting in their area and the biodiversity recovery and everything that they applied through to your small grant scheme, which actually is going to launch this year on the 12th of April. Um, so that will be on our website and stuff. So they apply with, like, it's really, it is really easy to get involved in different things. But the, the main thing, and I think you would probably agree, is to having that support network behind you and having people to, you know, build in that community. And I think Heather would say, like, she was one of our volunteers who said about the, you know, you take she takes her dog for a walk and, or takes her by for a walk and other people take their dog for a walk. She says that, you know, she's been out there picking by herself and other people have stopped her to say, look, really appreciate what you're doing what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And that starts the conversations and that, then that can build up to, to something bigger like the small grants and tackling those big issues like plastic pollution and biodiversity recovery and climate action. And we get volunteering, really. It just, it, it's rewarding, isn't it? And it gives you something. You want to give back to your community. And Eva, I'm sure you would say that, you know, your community has supported you through, as you've grown up through your environmental projects and interests and mm-hmm. you, you want to give something back to them and it sort of creates that sense of belonging as well and um I keep going back to what you said right there but <laughs> in your in your talk you said you know this year has brought many difficulties but it's also brought many opportunities as well and there's been you know more time and more family pods to do things together and they wouldn't have had that opportunity to, to do that before lockdown and mm-hmm those wee pots of colour that you've done through the small grant scheme has really provided people's an opportunity to boost people's moods um, mm-hmm. and brought us out of people's faces in a time that I really need it. And mm-hmm. I think you don't, sometimes you don't realise how much just one action can make a difference to people. Yeah. yeah, and and Emer, uh, how have you found the community response? Being in Korean, has just talked there about, you know, the, the support aspect of it. How mm-hmm. have you found that? Fabulous, absolutely fantastic. There is such a demand for what we are providing. And that can be scary for some people starting off who want to go into volunteering and they think, sure, if I if I provide wildflowers, if I provide uh, vegetable seeds, sure, who's going to want it? So many people. And you don't realise it until you put it out there. Um, so the community has been fantastic. Like it is, The community spirit has just grown and grown this last year and you wouldn't have thought that because everyone's been in their homes everyone's been isolating but um it's been the absolute opposite effect the community has come together even stronger than it ever has before and that is because of this group because even um like on the summer nights or whatever whenever we were out planting there was people driving past and then they would stop and then they would maybe bring us down a cup of tea and stuff like that. That's what it's all about. Like it's a bit of crack at the at the same time. So uh, the community is fantastic, absolutely brilliant. Okay, absolutely, and 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 you get some free cups of tea out of exactly. it as well. You're 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 you're, you're having you're having a good night, aren't you? Um, uh, um, Karina, uh, I wanna I wanna just in our as we as we're about to wrap up, um, I wanna um get a sense of. I mean, as we are kind of building back uh, uh, after COVID, um, volunteering is really an important way there. And, and Amber was touching upon about two questions ago about well-being, 
And that came across really at the at the uh, uh, at the event. You know, people who were taking part in sea swimming, people who were taking part in many different aspects of you know, and, and they were very honest about it. About you know, some people are motivated by that, looking after themselves. Um, how critical is that um, as um, as we you know emerge from the COVID nineteen pandemic? Yeah, um, it's so important and it's so crucial, and I think everybody is awakening to their own. Um, mental health and how, how this has all affected them and this, the amount of stories that came out of there tonight and from all our groups is the social isolation that people are experiencing um, and you know there's research there that's, that says that anxiety and depression you know in Northern Ireland were 25% more common than the rest of the UK anyway and then coming out of this it's just it's, it's so important and I think from all of those stories you can hear how crucial it is the, the outdoors and volunteering and that network of people supporting you. And it's not it's not just to do environmental things, it's to actually reconnect with people and on a human level. And then when we understand the impact that you know environmental issues have on our on our mental health, then we'll want to do something about it and we'll want to protect it. Yeah, just about that mental health aspect, the um the group that were helping the homeless in terms of um, getting out plants and everything. That was probably the big standout for me because I didn't know that stuff was happening and like providing the Live Here Love Here was doing these things. These things and um, it really was inspiring and very very motivating and it nearly brought a tear to my eye because it just made it just made me and the way the lady spoke was just so empowering. And I found that she had so much passion for it and so much passion for helping other people's mental health. Um, and that is that is what all these groups have been doing. Subconsciously, people have been benefiting mentally from um, communicating with other people, being with nature um, and doing something selfless, something that like the, the plants and the trees, they're never going to be able to thank us. But that's that is the nicest uh, act of kindness that you can do. Something that you do that you don't need a thanks for. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, guys, thank you so much for taking the time to walk us through. I was a fast uh, twenty-two minutes or so. <laughs> um, I really appreciate it. Emma Rafferty, uh, Karina Robinson, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Keeping All Our Beautiful podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Dean. All the best. for listening to the keep northern beautiful podcast please make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can be reminded of future episodes